Original content. Content. Compelling discussions. Audio on demand. This is a Podcast 225 production. Synonyms of the word change. change. Alter. Make different. Become different. Adjust. And every day, we evolve. We adapt. We change. And this is where we talk about it. This is The Clay Young Show. What's up? Welcome back. Episode 276 is here. Looking forward to a conversation about football. Looking forward to a conversation about business. Gordy Rush is going to be here with us in studio on episode 276 to talk about the upcoming NFL and college football seasons. A lot is going on. So looking forward to talking with Gordy in just a moment. How about you? How you doing? How you dealing with all this uptick and coronavirus stuff? You know, earlier this week, I participated in a telephone town hall. So the Louisiana Department of Health does this thing where they call households around the state and they give you the option to participate in a live town hall. And I was the moderator and it was interesting. I had never done anything like that before. It's kind of similar to a radio show. And listening to people's concerns about this virus and getting the vaccine. And admittedly so, the concerns that I heard weren't as weird as I thought some of them might be. I've heard some really weird stuff from people. And one part of the telephone town hall makes absolute sense as to why that is. So here's how that worked. We had three medical doctors on with us to answer questions of the people who want to know about this. Like, what is the virus really doing? What's the deal with Delta variant? What's up with Lambda variant? How about this vaccine? Will it give me a a second foot and a third arm or the third foot and the fourth arm? I don't know. And, you know, people came in and asked their questions, but At the end, so there were three questions. One was, are you vaccinated? The second is, if you are vaccinated, if you're not vaccinated, do you plan to? The third one was, what's the main reason why you haven't yet been vaccinated? And the major reason why, there were like five options. And the main one was a lack of trust and government institutions. The people don't trust the government. And here's what's crazy about that. It doesn't really matter which side of the aisle is in charge of the government. That healthy distrust of government is held by the majority of people. And that was like, okay, so it's kind of obvious, but when you really put it together, you're like, yeah, see, that would explain why people make up reasons to believe this is not good for them. Now, look, I'm this is just me, not you. You could do what you want to do. I encourage everyone to get the vaccine because I believe in it. I got it. Now, I've heard stories about people having it and felt like they had covid. They, you know, they had 24 hours of aches and pains. And I was fortunate, knock on wood, to not have any of those side effects from the vaccine. I had the Pfizer one. And so, you know, man, you watch what that thing did to people last year. 
you watch just the losses. I mean, I know people who really weren't down with the whole COVID thing and then they got it. And it's like, oh, okay. All right, now I get it. So I encourage people to take it seriously. And I hear what people say about the masks. The masks don't 100% prevent it. Look, nothing, including the vaccines, can be considered a 100% guarantee you won't catch this virus. But these doctors are saying COVID is one thing and Delta variant is COVID on steroids. And then there's this Lambda thing out there. So not going to overdo it on the on the COVID stuff. But next week on the show, we will have a little bit of a conversation about it. And, um, you know, I mean, I just like I said, take it seriously. So Gordy is going to be in studio. Gordy is the sideline reporter for LSU football, but he's also the general manager of Guarantee Media here in Baton Rouge, the only locally owned media cluster in Baton Rouge. And um, we're going to talk about this upcoming season. I'm looking forward to that. So let's get it moving. Oh, by the way, if you haven't yet done it, please check out the Clay Young show on tv wbrz plus in baton rouge that's cox channel 11 it's etel channel 2 and you can check it out streaming on wbrz.com it airs on friday nights at 7 30 p.m and then the replay is two o'clock and 2 30 p.m on saturdays you can also catch it on hulu and roku and uh, there's a youtube channel so when the show airs the Monday after by the Monday after the show is posted on the YouTube channel this week's episode will feature two different conversations one with Dr. Don Marcel who is the region two director for Louisiana and the Louisiana Department of Health and she's going to be talking about COVID and the vaccine and a really good discussion and then have y'all noticed how hard it is to get cars now you hear all these dealers talking about the car shortage and how hard it is to buy a used car. And if you have a used car, you could sure sell that joker for some money right now. The problem is once you sell it, then what are you going to do? So John Fabry, who many of you have heard of, he's the owner of Subaru of Baton Rouge and Acura of Lafayette and Infinity of Lafayette. He will be on with us to talk about this from a dealer's perspective and give you some insight on what's happening with this chip, this one particular chip that apparently has really slowed the production of cars. So that's this week's episode of the Clay Young Show. And after we talk to Gordy, I'll tell you about another interview I did this week. So Gordy Rush is on deck. Coronavirus. It's changing as you and I speak right now. Yeah. When the world changes, there's one place the capital region comes for answers. We have increased stress and the closure of schools. Podcast225.com and the Clay Young Show answers to your COVID-19 questions. That's pretty much how most viral illnesses act. From the people at the top. Truly an invisible enemy that we're uh, fighting here. The world is changing. 
Are you ready? Expecting mothers and fathers? Family Roads Healthy Start Community Action Network wants you to stay healthy as we deal with the reality of COVID-19. Here are five tips to help you and your unborn baby. Keep prenatal visits to ensure good health of you and your baby. If you need help, Family Road Healthy Start has case managers who provide one-on-one support and is enrolling expecting mothers and fathers now. Stay safe by washing your hands before or after any encounter. You, your family, and children should should wear a mask in public. Pregnant moms, stay home if possible. If not, limit all outings and keep any additional family members, such as your children, home. Stay informed by getting all current information on COVID-19 from trusted resources. And finally, stay prepared in the event you may develop symptoms or test positive for the coronavirus. For additional information, visit womans.org. To enroll in Family Road Healthy Start, call 201-8888 and give your baby and family a healthy start. We'll get through this together. Insight, analysis, and motivation from the who's who in the Capital Region. This is Podcast225.com and The Clay Young Show. All right, back with officially the second best athlete in the Rush household, Gordy Rush, the general manager of Guaranteed Media. That look right there, I wish this was television, man. Wow. Well, well, and well, not angry because I, I got to come real. We've always okay. been good. Yeah. Fourth best. We got five in the house. Ooh, you're the fourth best. Now. So my 13 year old just finished second team All American pentathlon, Junior Olympics, yeah. 1500. He's he's going to be better than me. And my eight year old daughter has 33 touchdowns in wow. flag football in two years. She's a freak show. So I'm, I'm already four, and Jax is starting to throw a javelin. So I may wow. be the worst athlete in our family. Okay, well, I'm glad you admitted that, man, yep. out, out of the Takes shoot. a man. Yeah, it does take a man. So football season is about to start, and we don't know what it's going to look like as no. we sit here right now. So let's deal with that piece of business before we get to the sports, sports stuff. What do you think is going to happen? New Orleans is already saying you can't come into the Superdome unless you show mm-hmm. proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. Well, you have that stroke, right? Yeah. I mean, SEC, NFL has that sort of stroke, and mm-hmm. I expect more of that. And I'm not to say that I think LSU does that. I, look, I think LSU plays. I think LSU plays at full capacity with stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the best that I can say, but they're going to play football. Are After you- last year and $85 million down and all the above, they're going to play football. But you think possibly diminished capacity. I don't even know that. I right. think with with that sort of thing, are you going to be mm-hmm. vaccinated? I mean, you want to get people vaccinated? Hey, you want to, you want to no, come see LSU play? You want to see Saints? Go get go get it done. I guarantee you that is going to have some people say, "I'm going to go get the shot." Yeah, I think was it six weeks ago? They're like, "Hey, Gordy, uh, you know if you're going to travel with the team, they want you vaccinated." I was already vaccinated, yeah. but had I not been, <laughs> you'd have gone. I'm getting it get done, right? Done. Go see ball. <laughs> So uh, all of a sudden, Oklahoma wants to come over here mm-hmm. and uh, join the SEC now, huh? And Texas. And Texas, TV. Too. Yeah, It's TV. The TV it's money. driven by TV. Yeah. And, and especially, I, I think, in light of what's going on with NIL yeah. and the things that have been in play in the NCAA, to me, losing grasp uh, of what's going on. The rich are going to get richer, mm-hmm. and it only makes sense. I mean, Texas and in the SEC, the 14 teams get an equal split. Yeah. Texas and Oklahoma get their own huge percentage, and Iowa State's and what have you. You know, they're, they're reliant on Texas and Oklahoma. And so now Texas and Oklahoma comes to the SEC. It's the first of the super conferences. And I, I look forward to seeing what the dominoes happen. You know, is the yeah. Pac-12 and the Big Ten going to uh, hook up and, and make a super conference? What does the ACC do? And, and so I think this is the first step. 
and we're going to see these super conferences and eventually break away from the NCAA. Who's the weakest on the on the vine that might go first? I, you know, I, for for me, I think the the million dollar question, and, and you and I are media guys. Mm-hmm. How valuable is the Pac-12 market? Okay, how valuable is the ten o'clock? Uh, kickoff time central, mm-hmm. which is 11 o'clock out there. And how much, what is TV willing to pay for USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington? Name teams. We don't know that right now. We don't know that because they've been a standalone. And so if I'm the Big Ten and I'm trying to negotiate my TV deal mm-hmm. and I'm going to somebody that's not ESPN, ABC because they're already partnered with the SEC. What's it worth for you for six, seven o'clock, a doubleheader? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you Michigan, Ohio State at six thirty, and at nine thirty, it's going to be USC, Washington, and let's see what the market wants to pay for that. And I, I, I think that that's really interesting. So you ask me, what's the weakest? ACC, mm. ACC football, Clemson, not a big market. Yeah, Florida State. Well, you already got Florida. Um, is Miami the mar- You know, is Miami the brand that it once was? It is not. And so where does the ACC come in out of that? That's interesting. So, by the way, you mentioned uh, the ACC in Florida State. Uh, recently, we saw the passing of the great Bobby Bowden. Yeah. I got a chance to hear him speak in person. He came to the governor's prayer breakfast maybe five, six years ago and got a chance to see up close and personal why so many people love that man. You got any Bobby Bowden stories? Played against him 88, or excuse me, 89 and, and 1990. Joe Wessel was my special teams coach. Mm-hmm. Played for him at, at Florida State, just first class. Yeah, and, and the whole Bowden family, everyone that, that I had chance to to come across him, absolutely loved Bobby Bowden. Yeah, and you know, I, I mean, you know, we're getting older, we're not getting younger, yeah. and you have some. I mean, Florida State's never going to be what it once was. Nope, never going to be what it was. Bobby Bowden, just the location, the, the, all of the above. I, I just talked about the you know their value in the ACC, and, and so. Um, it's sad, you know, it's sad, but gosh, we, we could be blessed to live that age and, and get right. to that point. Right. God bless. 91 years old. Absolutely. And, and until he, he, his health fell, he was still pretty cognizant and, and active. And, you know, just like you said, he lived a blessed life. And, uh, and that's wonderful. So let's come back home, come back to Baton Rouge and everything that went on in the last 10 months at LSU. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to finally get calm over there as people are settling into a routine. Sports is coming. Has the program gotten to a place where it can only think about football right now? I think so. Okay. I, you know, I think so. If you can, you can keep yourself out of the, you know, the, the, the news, the news frame. Yeah. And, and because I, I, I think once you get playing, that's what just, you know, now that you get back to camp and I think that was the best thing for LSU, mm-hmm. then everybody gets into, Hey, we're 31 days. It's a countdown. Who's playing what, what's a quarterback battle and all the above with that. So, so no doubt. I think the best thing for that program was for football to, to, to get started again, PR wise. It's interesting. You played at mm-hmm. LSU and you know, back then it was a different animal. You get some kid coming out of a small part of Louisiana or some rural part of America, you come here where that program is so big, and then you got social media, Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter. Man, it's got to be tough to keep your head on straight now and not from chasing girls to being in bars to getting into foolishness with people. I mean, that, that, you have to have people on the staff that have to manage that part of it too, don't you? Yeah, and they do. I mean, it's a different, you know, you've got triple the amount of employees than when I played. Keep in mind there was no social media. Right. Thank God. Ruffin Roderick and I would have been in trouble. There, We'd been no in doubt. big, big trouble. No doubt. 
But but going back to that, what I'll tell you, Clay, is that when you're in that hamster wheel, that hamster wheel moves so fast. Mm-hmm. You go from class to getting taped to film study to practice to eating dinner to tutoring to sleep, rinse, repeat. Mm-hmm. And it go and really you're in a bubble, yeah. and you know it can be a cliche, but it is true, and that you don't really get a chance to see it and appreciate it and and look at it from the perspective that I now see it being in the media. So a lot of this, what they think the kids are experiencing, really are not. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think um, the best thing in the world for LSU was camp to start and for the ball to get rolling. Yeah, and you know it's it's so funny the hangover. So I don't know if last year was more COVID than hangover from the championship because the hangover factor, as you know, is very real. You get satisfied. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're not as motivated to get up early and and stay late. Maybe you're not as motivated to do that one extra rep. And and so I couldn't tell because we had the coronavirus. But if you had to put it into a ratio between hangover from the championship and, of course, there were some – uh, attrition too because you lost a bunch of players right. and COVID. What do you think was the biggest factor that contributed to how last year looked? COVID. There, okay. There's no question. And, and certainly what you, you alluded to talking about all the turnover and the turnover in staff as well. Mm-hmm. And so you bring in Bo Pelini who, who's who got a, somewhat of a sophisticated defense and what he's trying to do and he's trying to install this in Zoom films. Yeah. And oh, you that's don't go through so the reps. Yeah. And, you, yeah. you know, there's something called brackets coverage, yeah. right? In yeah. the back end, yeah. defensive backs are in a double team. Sure. And, you know, in theory, it's great. It looks good on a chalkboard until you get a chance to practice it over and over again, real speed against real-time receivers. Do, do you really feel comfortable? And it was such a change from what Dave Aranda did. So I, I would say 80% to me was COVID and 20% was other stuff. But there's no question them losing the amount of people they did and having the turnover in that coaching staff with both coordinators – that was a huge part of it, um, you know. It, but but the big part was just the the different parts of COVID, the people that opted out, and my personal opinion after living it mm-hmm. and calling a radio game at Vanderbilt when nobody was in the stands, yeah, you just flush it like it's a toilet. Yeah. I mean, you know, I looked at UCLA and previewed UCLA. They went three and four last year. They got to play seven games because they were in the Pac-12. How do you even look at that? How right. do you, you know? Just yeah, like you said, throw throw it away. So, what do you think is the biggest? the biggest aspect that has to go right to contribute to a successful season? So I think it's it's two it's two twofold at, at this point. Number one, since Miles Brennan got hurt, it's Max Johnson. Mm-hmm. They got to keep Max Johnson upright. I mean, they were in a luxury position 90 days ago, 120 days ago. They had three quarterbacks, Finley, Brennan, and Johnson that had played collegiate ball. Now you're down to one. You, you got a true freshman and, and Garrett Nussmeyer is a nice prospect. That's up and coming, but that's a huge part of it, right? Right. The second part is the offensive line. They returned just about everybody on that offensive line. Um, they returned probably five of the top six players. Uh, the offensive line struggled a year ago. Yeah. Right. And so returning people's nice, but they got to play better, and they've yeah. got to run the football. You cannot be one-dimensional in the SEC. Especially in this day and age when people are scoring points, if you don't run the football, when you run the football, that means your defense is sitting their butts on the bench. So mm-hmm. it goes hand in hand. So let's switch to the NFL mm-hmm. right now. And um, let's talk about your team, the New Orleans Saints. My team. 
Well, I mean, yeah. I'm a 49er I fan. I know you're a 49er okay, fan, so but I, mean, I, I, you know, I like I like Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. It's going to break your heart. Oh wow! I like Seattle. Uh, wow! So, I mean, I, I am my dad played Would for the Saints the, the first here, year, please. But I grew up in New Orleans. Open the door and let him out of here. How do you not like Russ Wilson? Danger, Russ Wilson. I like that whole. I hope. I, I we talked about this recently. I like McVeigh with the Rams, and I love me some Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. That's the best division I mean, in football. It, it NFC is, West is, it gold. is the best division in football. Right. And, and, and and all jokes aside, I like. Russell, I res- no, no, I don't like him. Forget him. I respect you got Russell respect Wilson. Him. You got to respect him, right? Pete Carroll, you're not a Pete guy. Not a Pete guy. Not Pete guy. Not when when the last time I liked Pete Carroll, he coached defense for the Niners before he left. Yes, that's been that long. That's right? exactly right. It's been that long. He left us. You didn't like him at SC. No. Well, I, I respected him more then, mm. but then what he did to those kids at the end of his his tenure there was not cool. He let Reggie Bush take the whole fall for that. He got the hell out of Dodge before everything hit the fan, mm-hmm. before the players knew it was coming. But, you know, I got a tight 10 minutes I can do on Pete Carroll, but all I'm not going right. to do it right now. I respect, I respect Russell Wilson. I cannot believe you're a Seahawks fan, Rush. I, I like the Seahawks. I'm not a huge Seahawks fan. So I have probably four or five teams that I actually enjoy watching. Why and of course, you name I pull for them? the LSU people because I know you're a Niners guy and we're in a podcast <laughs> and we're trying to get people to click this thing, right? Okay. I mean, All we right. got people. We're trying to get so people to I'm click this thing, this show baby. Why I hate Gordy Rush? Hey, but hey, let me tell you, I love Quest Field. That that setting in Seattle and the 12th man. That's a that, that's special environment. It's a cesspool of it. idiocy. That's what it is. It is a cesspool of idiocy. That's right. So let's talk about the Saints now. So I'm going to surprise you. And I, I've okay. told you this before. I respect Sean Payton. I yep. think Sean Payton is in the top. I think Bill Belichick's the best coach in the NFL. Right. I think a tie at number two is Mike Tomlin and Sean Payton. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. So yep. Sean Payton doesn't get nearly enough respect for the job that he does as a head coach, and he's been there all this time. I agree. I believe, outside looking in, that his coaching acumen alone can get you seven or eight wins in, in you know next season. I have a hard time believing he ain't going to start Jameis Winston. I, I agree with you because he's got to be able to stretch the football field. What he did last year, the last two years with Drew Brees, and the fact that, that I mean, they were not even intermediate routes, that he checked you and, and stretched you from sideline to sideline. Right. That's what Winston brings to the table. And with Kamara and with the you know the, their ability, when, when the Saints have been good, they've been able to run the football, and the respect that Kamara demands – that, that you're going to get opportunities that you need to stretch a ball vertically. And and for me, I, you know, I, I know all the background on Jameis. Here's the thing. He's a better prospect, and you're only going to be able to gimmick. I, I can't go that deep in my playbook with Taysom Hill and go 17 regular season games, mm. and that's where I am. That being said, I, I'm really I, – I think the Saints are 8-9 win football team this year, and the reason that, that, that I bring that up is – Look on the defensive side of the football. I mean, who, uh, Lattimore's out mm-hmm. to start the season. You've had injuries. You have all the things going on. Um, you got Green Bay off the back. Uh, I mean, obviously, Tampa re- returns everybody. Carolina's better. Uh, everybody's got to be a little bit better. I think this is a rebuilding so you year. So spl- you're going to yeah. split at least at minimum with Atlanta and Carolina. Don't you think? No question. You got the North. Yeah. So you can you can pencil in a win at Detroit or playing Detroit. You don't know what's going to happen with the Bears' offense. That defense is pretty stellar. Um, no, in Green Bay, 
I mean, it's kind of like a soap opera. You get so- Green Bay down here, but I mean, Rogers is going to play one more year because he wants out. He's going to he's going to light it up. I, I, I defensively, it's a, you're going to take a, a, a step back. So, do you even think seven year. games? You don't think they can win seven? I think or eight eight, games. I got them at eight. Yeah, yeah. See. I think they've got eight games this year, and I think you know outside the playoffs. Do you draft a quarterback? Uh, let's see how this plays out. I, I'm not a huge. You know, I'd, I'd have to look at what that class looks like. I'm I'm bigger on on trading and doing something like that. Right? Russell Wilson, uh, New Orleans is in the list of cities that he would come to. Was last like. year, and it was yeah. was of the four that came up. Yeah, you know, that obviously still a we thing? got Deshaun Watson that's still floating out there, and all the above with that. Yeah, but yeah, I understand the situation. That, all that right? stuff aside, yeah, that kid's a stud. Oh man. no, he's a player. Oh, I mean, you know, he's a player at that point, and, and so. I'm more for established with that. Now, that being said, I, I, I'm intrigued to see what Sean does with Jameis Winston. Right. There's a whole lot of ability there. And, and obviously, Arians and Winston, two years ago in Tampa, they couldn't click. And it was mm-hmm. decision-making. And uh, you know, and, and hopefully, that's something that Jameis has learned from. And you can, you can do, win a lot of football games and do yourself a lot of good by throwing the ball to Alvin Kamara in the flat. Yeah, speaking of throwing the football, this dumpster fire happening between Peyton and Michael Thomas. What's up with that, brother? I think they cleaned that up. Really? I do. They met yesterday. I, I think they had a really productive okay, talk, good. so I, I think that the, they wind up cleaning that up. Because he told Sean, he yeah. allegedly told Sean Peyton to blank yeah. his blank. Yeah, no, he, he did. And, and so, I mean, uh, and I like Michael. I got a chance to, to, to meet Michael. Obviously, Michael, big Joe Burrow fan. Remember, he was yeah. in LSU yeah, locker room yeah. afterwards. But... Um, you know, I, I mean, here's the thing for Michael. You got Jameis who can sling it. And, yeah. and Jameis, and, and especially, there's still a question mark for a number two. Uh, and I, I know where Michael's at, but uh, I, I like Michael staying in New Orleans. What, it, what are you going to do? You, you got all this money into him. Yeah. Oh, no. So you're not going to let him sit. You're not going to you keyshawn can't. him and no. tell him go home no. and pay him all that money. So you're going you're gonna to do, you got to work it out. And, uh, and it's a shame because the kid is really a, is he's special at wide receiver. He's like a he's he's like a little bit of a more athletic Marvin Harrison. Yeah, and I love the way he gets separate. I mean, he do it all, and I love the way he gets separation, high football IQ. Re- really like watching him play. And you know, see, and I went all this time and didn't dominate the time and make it about my 49ers. Uh, but since Which, since uh, you brought I, it up, the 49ers are great defensively. Yeah. What are they going to do with Salah going to New York Jets? Are still going to be good on defense? I think we're going to be better. Okay, I think D'Amico Ryan's will, mm-hmm. will not be as afraid to make decisions that that Salah like putting a uh, 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 Weatherspoon, who is a swinging barn door. I mean, just everybody got yep. by him when he was on the field. It didn't really matter. Just throw it whoever he's covering. Uh, and so I'm thinking, starting Jimmy Garoppolo. This season, I think is smart. Let the kid develop, but let's let's move away because okay. I know people are going to get mad at me for talking about Stafford's my team, with so. the Rams. Just to let yeah. you know, Stafford's with McVay, so that division is full and easy. Seven, you got seven ball games. Just letting you know. So you didn't give all that analysis when we were talking about the Saints. Ah, you know who wants to talk about the Falcons and Matt Ryan? I just ah. fair. So let's talk a little bit about Tampa Tom. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm looking at them going. Arians is complaining about how when they come back from a day off, they're 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 sloppy and they're unfocused. And I'm thinking, Super Bowl hangover, maybe. Yeah, could be, could be. The, to me, the biggest key for that is Brady's going to be Brady once you get to the back half of the year. Are they going to continue to be able to run the football? This was a very green offensive line that Brady made look very good. They, yeah. they took Wurtz and they went young in the draft. 
Um, Leonard going to give you 17 games. You're going to be able to do this thing by committee with the running backs because that's how you do it nowadays. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you yeah. get to that? You may be able to run the ball and get him there. I think they're good. I, I just think they're head and shoulders above the rest of the NFC South, and they're going to be in that spot. I'm going to ask this question because I, I, I want you to come back before because you're, you're going to we're going to do a, a a two for two. I want you yep. to do the TV thing mm-hmm. and then come back here right before the season starts, yep. which is like in three weeks or so. Right? You got it. But let me ask you a non-sports question because I know that you are an information guy. I don't think people know that about you, that you are into motivation. You're into, you know, effective strategy about living life and all of that. You're always reading, too. Mm-hmm. Tell me right now, where, where, in, in what motivation space are you right now? Russell Wilson, and not because you're a Niners guy, but he... Um well, you told me about this. Yeah, we, we talked about this, and, and he hooked up and got in his own brand called Limitless Minds. Mm-hmm. And, and the gist of it, uh, and I'm forgetting the, the author that he partnered with, kind of like the way that John Gordon partnered with uh, Dabo Sweeney and some yeah, of the stuff yeah. that he's done. And the long and short of it is this, is that when you watch Wilson on the football field, uh, he preaches about uh, neutral, you know, neutral living, so keeping this Trevor Mawad. Trevor Mawad. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Trevor Mawad is running that. I'm really more impressed with Russell and his brother is doing a little bit uh, of speaking as well. Here's what I like, Clay. It's yeah. uh, it's uh, there's so much priest about positive and that's a part of it. Right. But you also have to be realistic. But I, I think never high, never too low in keeping in neutral mm. and just dealing with the moment and keeping your cool. And, you know, it's been good. I've been through enough this summer with. I was in the hospital yeah. for 24 hours. My, my kids had COVID. Uh, my, my wife had COVID. My mom fell and broke both hips. We've gone oh, through yeah. that. And so, you know, you've gone through the highs and lows. And, but you think about the way that Russell Wilson navigates a football field. You never see him sweat. You never see him get really, really emotional, scream, yell, mm-hmm. just keeping that thing a neutral. That's true. Limitless Minds. Um, I like that. Is If you Google Russell Wilson, limit, Limitless Minds, it's good watch, right? And I think it's just good to balance some of the other stuff. And I, I like what he's doing in the space. I'll keep Pete Carroll of it. And, and you kind of respect... And I enjoy reading, uh, you know, following athletes because you can relate yeah. a little bit. Yeah, P.J. Yeah. Fleck wrote a boat uh, book with John Gordon, wrote the boat, which is mm-hmm. an interesting thing. And what he's done at the University of Minnesota, I think, is a really cool thing. But right, right now, that's the space I've been in. You know, uh, and, and, and Wilson is a Hall of Famer already. But, you know, man, I, I had a, a conversation with Dr. Ivan Meisner. Do you know who Dr. Meisner is? Dr. Ivan Meisner is the founder of BNI. The business networking. Yes, yes, groups. yeah, yeah. For me, it'd be an eye. Just phenomenal. It's going to be in, in the 21st Century Business Forum, this online interview thing that I'm a part of now with Julio. The, that interview airs, I think, in November. And he said something when he coaches people, and I think you get to this about the way you think. And it's so great. He said the, one of the problems people have that keeps them stuck is that they focus more on the obstacle than they do on the vision. Mm hmm. They get consumed with the problem and never remember what the purpose is. And I think somebody like Russell, who's so positive, is always thinking about what's next. Yeah. And, you know, he, he you know, he gives a I cannot believe I'm in here. It's complimenting okay. Russell Wilson. Push number three. He's got his own line, by the way. I'm going to get you a hat <laughs> if, you, if you're OK with that. But, you know, the, the yeah, way that, to start fire coming up here in a couple of months, you know, from his standpoint, look, it's a football game and yeah. they're going to be turnovers. Things are sure. going to go. And so, for instance, he picks out a sign. He'll, he'll go out and pregame warm up. He's going to pick out a sign. And during the football game, when any of that happens, he's just going to look up. You know, say it's a 12th man and they got that unique scoreboard mm-hmm. and where it has the 12 that, that lights up. You know, and you think back and, you know, go be in our business, radio business, mm-hmm. going through COVID. I yeah. mean, 
you know, if you got caught up and emotionally reacted to all the ups and downs that happen, you'd, you'd be an absolute mess. A basket case. Yeah. And so in, in the reality is that stuff is going to happen, Clay. Mm-hmm. And so how do I, you know, I'll get a text message. I had a text message yesterday. We had this and, you know, 10 years ago, world's on fire. You know, I look at it. Okay. Here's on the list for tomorrow. We're going to take 24. By that time, you're calmed. You're <laughs> right. going to be able to reel with that's it. it. And, and I think that's a part of it. And I, I think, you know, look, when I turned 50, I was like, you know, I'm not doing stuff that keeps me up at night anymore. Nope. Not doing any of that stuff. Nope. Nothing's going to. It's my kids. It's my family. It's my faith. Yeah. This is what we're doing. And, and I think keeping things in perspective and going back, hey, if I can keep that, I keep that thing in neutral and just kind of cruise yeah. and deal with things on my speed, it'll be all right. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, at GLRush3. Um, so I'm the third. Um, so that's on Twitter. It's on Instagram, all the good. And then, by the way, my my uh, 13-year-old kid is the second-team All-American. Nice. At GLRush4. <laughs> so we just started Instagram. He's six foot 153. I'm 5'11". So I'm pimping my kid so now. I guess, right? I guess that means he gets the turkey leg this, this uh, Thanksgiving, there's no, right? There's no doubt. Radio Inc., they had a deal. They named, like, best managers. I was grateful to be in that. And then I sent him a picture. And my son is, like, taller than me. I'm going to have to send you that picture. He's please, 13. Please. Bring him with you the next time we do Dude, thank you for thank having you, G. me. The only interactive podcast in the capital city that lets you help solve a crime. There was a shooting. Okay, is someone shot? Yes, someone is shot. The Crime Stoppers podcast with Clay Young. Just some suspicious people running through the parking lot before. Real stories. It was my first love. Real crimes. Real people. Real justice. The Crime Stoppers podcast with Clay Young exclusively at podcast225.com. Clay Young here with John Conroy, the founder and owner of Pest Stop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution. Exactly how long have you been wiping rodents off the planet? 26 years. 26 years? So let's talk about what you're going to do in the 27th year. (laughs) Well, you know, it's amazing. If you look at the reproductive cycle of a rodent, Mm -hmm. two rodents over a course of 12 months can become 3,400. What? Yeah. It's a serious problem and not something you want to take lightly. And the reason we get so many customers from the big box stores is because you can feed them buckets and buckets and it's like you're just feeding them. Mm. So you Mm. need to use what the pros use. You save a lot of money and you eliminate the problem. With all the construction and everything going on in the capital city region, people need to find this stuff. Where can they get it? Well, in Baton Rouge, we're located at 806 O'Neill Lane. That's about a block south of Old Hammond Highway. Or you can give us a call with any questions at 273-478. Make your lawn, gardens, and even the inside of your house safe from rodents and pests at Pest Stop. The issues, the policies, the people. This is The Clay Young Show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What you talking about? I got the feeling. Baby, baby, I got the feeling. You don't know. Man, Gordy did the impossible. Me. Got me talking kind about the Seahawks. Heavy down in misery. Soul brother number one. <laughs> uh, man. Hopefully you're doing all right. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Got to go. Baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby. I got the feeling, baby. 
I felt you needed that. Baby! Yes. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down. Anyway, it's good to have Gordy in studio with us this week talking about the football season. He'll come back right when it gets cranked up. Give his predictions on what the Saints will do, what the Tigers will do, what the Jags will do. And yes, I'm going to talk about what my 49ers are going to do too, so you may as well prepare yourself for that. Just, you know, have your skip button muscle ready or whatever, but uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Hey, thank you all for being with us for episode 276 of the Clay Young Show. You can hit me up on Facebook, Clay Young, on Twitter, at Clay Young BR. I haven't been on Twitter a whole lot lately. And on IG, Clay underscore Young BR. Look forward to having a follow there. Check out the TV show and... I mentioned before we went into the um, went into the break before talking to Gordy about this interview I did earlier this week with Dr. Ivan Meisner for the 21st Century Business Forum. Dr. Meisner is the founder of BNI, the business networking group that so many of you have heard of. And I referenced what he said in my conversation with Gordy. I'm going to tell you guys when that show drops. We recorded it earlier this week, and it's going to drop later this year. The show airs online. It's an online streaming interview show that airs in 21 cities across America. So honored to work with Julio Malera and the Baton Rouge Business Report and doing it. And God, man, I've had a couple of great conversations already for the shows that we've taped. We talked with Michael Dubin, the founder of Dollar Shave Club, who's since sold the company for a billion dollars. Talked to my buddy Todd Graves earlier this week about raising canes. Uh, looking forward to that, but that was just kind of like he and I catching up, kind of like we normally do. And then Dr. Meisner, still to come this year, I have an interview with Drew Brees, believe it or not. We're working on a date for that. And then Junior Bridgman, former NBA player many years ago, uh, a great businessman now. And uh, looking forward to having him tell you his story and talking about what he does in business. So there's a lot going on this year. Hard work is a blessing. Only focus on the work and the vision. As Dr. Meisner says, you know, hold the vision, not the obstacle and ignore the haters and anybody who would like to pull you down. Don't breathe energy into that. Haters are like a bad fire you don't need. If you want it to die, don't give it oxygen. So don't give it any oxygen. And you guys have a great one, and we'll catch you next week here on The Clay Young Show at podcast225.com. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.